Hello everybody, welcome to The Coaching Conversation. I'm Graham Wiley and I've been coaching business leaders for the last two decades. In this series, we're going to explore some of the things I've seen and learned in that two decades and hopefully help you see how you can become more focused, more effective and hopefully happier in your life. So, it's now time to sit back, relax and enjoy The Coaching Conversation. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of The Coaching Conversation. And I've got a real treat for you today. I'm joined today by Sherry Ann McLean, who is a coach based in Massachusetts, USA. And she's going to share with us today the secrets of her success. Uh, she grew up in Jamaica, studied in Jamaica and emigrated to the United States in 2016 and has successfully building her practice ever since. She has three specializations. She works in the educational area, both with faculty members and students. She works in the executive area, particularly with people at a career change point or who are feeling stuck and slightly frustrated. And she also uses the personal profiling system known as DISC, D-I-S-N-C, and I'd like to explore that with her and see how she uses that tool with her coaches. So first of all, welcome, Sharon. It's lovely to meet you. Lovely to see you here. And first of all, tell us a bit more about yourself and how you got into coaching. Thank you so much, Graham, for having me. It's a pleasure to be on here and sharing with you guys today. So for me, coaching, it was something that it came naturally. Uh, I've been doing this, I say unofficially for years, uh, even in my uh, school, at high school, you know, moving into college and, you know, more so in, in recent times. And I love to help people to get where they need to be, whatever that looks for them, whether they're looking to go back to school, whether they're looking to start a business, whether they're looking to take that next step in their life, that's always an avenue for me to say, okay, then let's see what we need to put in place to get there. And I always say to my clients that you already know what the answer is. You know what it is. It's inside. I, I am just I say I'm the passenger in your bus and you're the driver. And so I'm with you, beside you, helping you go through that process. So that's for me is, is, is what drives that passion, that, that, um, that love to be able to help people to get to where they need to be. I believe that everyone, they have a purpose. And so once they realize that purpose, they're able to walk in that purpose. They're able to fulfill that purpose and live fulfilling lives. That's fantastic. I love the analogy of being the passenger on that bus. If only other or many coaches could understand that concept. Um, I, I'm really curious about your work in the education sector. Please, please tell me more about, first of all, how you work with the faculty members. So this was something I did prior to coming to the U.S. So I was a resident advisor on, on campus at the University of the West Indies. And I served as a tutor as well. And a lot of my works around working with, um, and I worked with Jamaica Red Cross as well. And we did a lot of capacity building and you know, trying to bring a certain skill set to different members. And for me, that was extremely fulfilling. We work with a lot of population that um, they struggled with certain skill set, and we were able to bring that to them. 
when I was at the University of Western is we work with the leadership. Um, it's called you, you, you Leads, and it's a leadership-based group for um, or individuals at the university. We did um, evaluation. We did um, surveys. We did leadership conferences. And through that, we were able to interact with faculty, interact with a lot of the leadership to really build a program that could mold those leaders that are moving to that next level. Um, what are some of the career paths that they want to go on? What are some of the direction that they want to go on? And so that skill set that I had from Jamaica, I was able to bring that here and use it and started to work with um, a few persons that have wanted to go into that direction. So it's it's a work in progress. It's something that um, haven't you know gone to the place where I want it to be as yet, but definitely that school piece is a big piece for me. I'm big on education. I am a, I, 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 tell, um, I tell everybody I'm a pusher <laughs> when it comes to education and just developing that skill set. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to get a degree or a PhD or anything like that, but whatever skill set that you want to you know, develop, going into that direction to develop that skill set. And, and when it comes to students, were there any particular challenges working exclusively with students? Wow, yes. <laughs> Work with students, I think, and one of the things that it, it it's challenging but fulfilling at the same time. And I say that because I remember when I was in college, and I'm still in college, <laughs> I remember what you know where I was at that point, and I'm like, am I doing what I want to do or am I doing what someone else wants me to do. And John Maxwell talks about this in his book, um, Put Your Dream to the Test, where you're at the point where are you living your dream or are you living the dream of someone else? And I really had to pause and reflect at a time in my life at in college where I was like, is this something I really want to do? Like, is psychology something I really want to do? And I came to a place where I, I realized that, yeah, this is something that I, I lit up the whole room when I talk about psychology, when I talk about development, when I talk about growth when I talk about all these stuff um, pertaining to psychology. And so I remember probably about maybe about three weeks ago, I had one of my students that I used to work with and coach at, in, in college and she reached out and she said, thank you so much, Sharian. Thank you. And I'm like, you know, what, for what? You know, I, I did my thing. I, I didn't think much of it. And she said, your guidance and your coaching has allowed um, my friends and I to, 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 get into a job in Canada and they, you know, two of them are already in the job. She was looking to move into that job. And she said the resources, the support, the guidance that I provided for her at that time, they were able to step into this opportunity. And I was like, wow. And for me, I did not see that as, you know, something that I was doing because I wanted, you know, the recognition or anything that I saw that because I remember what I went through when I was in their, their place and what I could do to help them to get to their next level. So there were challenges, you know, they were like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to do this. And I said, you won't know if something is going to work unless you try. So just try it. It may work. It might not work. We'll go to the drawing board. We'll plan again and we'll move forward. And that's, that's my general approach to, to things. That's fantastic. I mean, I can imagine working with students is, as you say, challenging and rewarding all at the same time. Coming to perhaps the more mainstream part of your work, the executive work, you specifically target people who are at a career change point. What are the sorts of challenges, what are the sorts of mindsets that you bump into with your coaches in that situation? 
So one of the one of the my clients that I recently work with, um, she she was at a place where she understood that I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't want to do this job anymore. And I explored that with her. What were the reasons? And we broke that down. Um, you know, what was it tied to financial? Was it tied to job satisfaction? Was it tied to um, just not having that relationship with your um, with your with your supervisor or anything like that? So we broke that down. We were able to break that down. I was like, okay, then one of the things I said to her is that the things that are happening currently in this role or this job, it's not going to be a guarantee that it won't happen into your next job. So we have to find a way that when you're moving into the next role, you're confident with managing certain of those, you know, different things that will come up. And one of those things that we worked on as a part of our coaching process was having difficult conversations. Now we all know they can be real tough. They're called difficult conversations, right? And so, you know, I said, you're going to have to have those conversations into your new role. And if you don't know how to navigate those now, then that's an area that you're going to continuously be um, struggling with moving forward. So I challenged her to do it. She went and she did it. She said it was really tough, but when she came out of it, it was liberating for her to be able to have that conversation. And I told her that that was one of my proudest moment of her. Like that was the one thing that stood out throughout the whole coaching process, because I said, you have opened up so many doors by doing that because stepping into your next role, there are going to be things coming up. And I don't want you to sit and think that, oh, I don't need to say anything. I want you to open up your mouth and say something. And again, this comes from my experience where, you know, growing up into leadership, into, you know, companies, I've seen things and I, I haven't said things, you know, I, you know, I've kept quiet and I've seen how, me keeping certain things to myself did not benefit anyone. So I encourage my clients, you know, to speak up, you know, be respectful, you know, having that approach, but then being open, being willing to say something about something. And for her, you know, she's having situations in her current job where she needs to speak up. And I'm like, look, you've already navigated this in your previous role. You already have the skill set. Go ahead, do it. You can do it. Um, so that is something, that difficult conversation piece. And I don't think it's something that we talk a lot about. And even my current role, it's something that we continue to, to assess, like really having difficult conversation with stakeholders, with, with um, clients, with providers, all those um, persons that are involved in whatever treatment level that we're, we're talking about, we're trying to have those difficult conversations and normalizing those difficult conversations. I bump into people having challenges with difficult conversations more times than I can count in, in my coaching programs with people it is a real challenge if you're not the dominant assertive type of person it can you can feel totally oppressed and and subdued and, and really it's a matter of building people's assertiveness and confidence I, I love the way you unpack the reason why someone is looking for a new job as the start point because frankly a job can be a job can be a job and if you don't understand why you're unhappy in one, you'll you'll make the same mistake again, won't you? And so that's a great start point. You also work with people who are feeling stuck, which is an interesting phrase, stuck and frustrated, as you described it. What 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 does that mean when, when you find that in a coachee? What does that look like? So again, um, in reference to one of the clients I work with, um, I. I, you know, I was approached and I expressed that, you know, I could, I could help you in this situation. She was at a point where 
she felt and I like to unpack, like, it's like a, a bag, you know, you're just coming from a trip, you're all loaded up, all the stuff was in, in the suitcase. And as you slowly unpack things, you're like, oh, there's my, there's my lipstick or, oh, there's my shoe. I, I was trying to find the shoe. And so that's what I did with her. She, she was feeling so stuck. She felt like um, there were so many things that she wanted to work on, you know, with her health, with job, and she felt like she could not move, literally felt like she was chained and could not move. And I explored things with her and we talked and we unpacked, we did some activities and all that was rooted in a past job experience where she felt as if because of that, she was a failure. And I told her, let's do a mirror exercise. And that's one of the exercises in um, John Maxwell's book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And I said, let's do the mirror exercise. I want you to look at yourself. You tell me what you see. And she started to tell me what she, she saw in herself. I said, no, tell me what you would say to yourself. And she started to tell herself different stuff. And I was like, you're not a failure. If, you, if, if something happened, it doesn't define who you are. What we do is that we learn from that and then we move forward. And so that created, that failure in her created anxiety to wanting to apply because she's like, oh, what if they say no? And I said, if they say no, then you're not going to die, right? We're going to get, we're going to get back and we're going to move forward. If they say no, that's okay. We move forward. And if they say no again, that's okay. We move forward. The key thing is that you never give up. You never, ever, ever give up. And again, this is, is so based on my experience. And I'll, from time to time, I'll share my experiences with my clients. I remember when I was in school, I, I love learning. I absolutely love learning. I always say if I'm supposed to go to school and they pay me, I would go. And I did my, I, I was going through school doing really well. I was in my master's program and I had some difficulties with my research paper. And so I got a little bit defeated at that point. I was like, I'm not going to do school. I am done. No PhD for me. I don't care about it. I'll just settle with my bachelor's. And luckily I had persons around me that really pushed me and really motivated me. And I was able to get out of that dark place and, you know, push myself and get into a place where right now, you know, I'm finishing up my PhD. Why? Because I had the support. I decided that, listen, I'm not going to give up. No matter, it doesn't care how many no's I get. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pressing on because I know within myself that there is something bigger for me. And that's what I, I was able to translate to the client I was working with. She started to apply for jobs. She, she said she got no's, but she was okay with that. You know, she started to work on her health. Things were turning around and it made her happy. And for me, that was one of the most fulfilling experience for me. Just understand that even if you're stuck today it doesn't define your tomorrow it doesn't define your next week it just is just how you're feeling now but I guarantee that you will get out of that feeling of being stuck at this place that can be the magic and the joy of being a coach can't it because really you're enabling people to fulfill their potential by seeing themselves in a different way by taking risks perhaps experimenting and not letting things overwhelm them and it's a, it's a real privilege to be able to help people in that kind of way. But moving on, I'm, I'm conscious that you work with the DIS&C, the DISC Personality Profiling System, the Psychometric System. 
Um, I'm quite familiar with it. I've been using it for decades myself, and I use it in my coaching programs occasionally. Just just talk us through how you use it and, and the kind of response you get from the candidates that complete the surveys, the profiles. Yes. So um, I'll start with myself because, you know, one of the things they advise, you should, you should take the disc for yourself and see where you're at. And I took it and I was like, okay, this makes sense. Why approach this way? Um, and I was more falling on, on the IS um, sort of realm. And I was like, I needed to take it so that when I meet with my clients, I, you know, I can share, you know, when appropriate to say that, you know, I took it. And I look at the disc to say, and I said it to one of my colleagues the other day, I said, I think all companies in terms of like management should really take the disc assessment and for and, and meet and talk about like how each personality will complement each other. Because there are persons that I work with that are dominant. And 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 understanding that allowed me to know how to communicate with them, how to connect with them, how to problem solve with them. And again, if they know, for example, you know, if, if I follow along like the I, then they'll know how to respond to me and how to communicate with me. So that's one of the things that I push. Like, I really think that we should do that. In terms of my client, um, I encourage them, let's do it. Once we do it, we meet, we discuss it. A lot of times they're like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that sounds like me. Oh, this is how I can do certain things. And then showing them the flip side again, that if someone else is on another side that is not similar to yours, then what will happen is that you guys will clash, but there's a way for you to work around it, right? There's a way to communicate with, with that person. There's a way to understand that, you know, they're presenting this way. It doesn't mean that they're upset with you or it doesn't mean that they're trying to put you down, but that's how they, they their communication style. That's how they connect with others. And I think that's a key part of, in terms of like understanding, like um, how um, teams are connected, how teams flow, how ideas flow, how others will complement each other and create this holistic team that can really push uh, progress, push goals, push the vision, push the mission of the company. And that's how I generally approach it. So I more use it in coaching, the coaching realm. I haven't used it in like leadership and like large scale, like with companies, but I've used it with my individual um, clients that I coach. It's interesting because um, DISC is a fantastic way of increasing someone's self-awareness. And self-awareness, as we all know, is the absolute foundation stone of emotional intelligence. If, if you don't know yourself very well, it's difficult to extrapolate your emotions and understand other people's emotions. And therefore it's difficult to know how to influence them the way to achieve best results for everybody. And so I've used it many times and definitely as people become more aware of who they are and, and indeed who the people around them are, they find better ways of working together as a team. And it's not that one profile is right and one profile is wrong and one is better than the other. It is simply a, it's like an x-ray, it's just a picture. But if you understand where the fractures are, you know how to best work to minimise the, the the risks of, of working together in that situation. It's been a pleasure working with you today, sherri Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for sharing your experience. If our audience want to reach out to you in the future, how can they get hold of you? 
Thank you so much, Graham, for having me. Um, I'm on social media all over. I'm trying this whole social media thing. <laughs> so I'm on Facebook. You can find me at McLean Coaching and Consulting. I'm on Instagram, McLean Coaching and Consulting. You can visit our website at McLeanCoachingAndConsulting.com. If you want to give us a call, you can give us a call at 508 414 0290. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And isn't this a joy? Here we are. I'm in Manchester, England. You're in, believe it or not, Leicester, Massachusetts. And coaching is a universal joy. Yes. Thanks so much again, Sherry. See you again soon. And that's it, everybody, for this edition of the Coaching Conversation. So there you have it the latest edition of the Coaching Conversation. Hope you found it interesting. Hope you found it useful. You can find out more about our coaching programs at theexecutivemindset.co.uk. If you want to reach out, you can send me an email at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com. You can book a free 30-minute session at theexecutivemindset.co.uk, which will give you a really good feel for how coaching could help you. And if you really enjoyed the session, do please rate us. Do please give us a review. And... Nothing more for me to say other than see you next time.